Christian Parenting. Aloha, friends. Welcome to the Monica Swanson Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you'll be encouraged. Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50 and use code Swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor Meals. Aloha, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. So great to be here with you today. And also, welcome to the month of August. My goodness, it is already August. And I saw a meme the other day that made me laugh. It said, Welcome to August, also known as the holidays, <laughs> which isn't too far from the truth. I know back in July, we saw Halloween costumes at our local Costco. And my husband turned to me and he's like, What are those? Because he just would have never guessed. But this is when they start rolling it all out. And if you know me at all, you know I love fall and we don't really have seasons in Hawaii. So I'm not totally complaining. Okay, but I'm getting off topic, though it's not completely off topic because today we are talking about a change in season. We are talking about back to school, which is huge. I think in most of my years, I almost feel like a a bigger transition in that August, September back to school season than the new year, because so many of us really do um, plan our calendar around the school year calendar. And I know that here in Hawaii, typically public schools start going back into session at the end of July, but I know that varies a lot depending on where you live. But I think most of us are thinking transition back to school. And honestly, I think by the end of summer, we have a lot of different feelings. Some of us had a fabulous summer and maybe you feel really refreshed and like everything went great. You had incredible family time. I hope so. That's all good. But often we also wrap up summer going, wow, I saw some things that I wish were a little bit different, or maybe we planned on reading every day and 
kids hardly picked up a book all summer. Or there was some squabbling between siblings or some attitudes that you thought might need adjusting. So similar to what we do in the new year where we might uh, set some resolutions or goals or make a family plan in the new year, we can kind of do the same thing and have a family refresh at the end of summer as we prepare or as we're going back to school. And so I want to talk about three ways that we can be prepared for an awesome back to school season. Now, none of this is difficult, but if you're like me, and I hope you're not, but I have this tendency to kind of move from one season to the next and then regret that I wasn't more prepared, more intentional. And that's something I'm working on, but this is one way I think we can all work on it. And so let's, let's try to avoid doing that this fall and let's take a minute. I'm going to give you three suggestions and perhaps this can be something you do with your family as you prepare, or if your kids are already back in school, it's certainly not too late. Okay. Now it's a really fun timing that we are talking about back to school because right now as this episode airs, so I hope you're catching it right away, but from August 1st to August 7th, we have opened the doors to a back to school sale for my character training course. Now, I only open the doors a few times a year to the character training course. It's an online course. And once you're in, you have lifetime access. You don't have to go through all the modules right away. You can take as long as you want to. And the other cool thing is once you're in that course, anything I add over time, you will have access to. But because we only open the doors a couple times a year, a lot of people this summer were reaching out going, wait, don't you usually have a summer course sale? And it was a busy summer. And we decided that instead of launching it or opening it in June, we would do it in August. And there's a reason because we have added a fun new bonus section to the course that is all about da, 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 work ethic. We want to help our kids have a great work ethic. And oh my goodness, this will be so helpful for the school year, but also for things at home, chores, all the things they face. There is no doubt that we are raising kids in a culture where there's not a real emphasis on a good work ethic, on working with integrity, doing the right thing when no one's looking. Well, I wanted to address all that. So I have an amazing interview with my friend, someone I respect so much, Dorenda Wilson. She's talking about work ethic. And as a homeschooling mom to eight, I think she's a grandma to 10, she has so much wisdom and I love how she ties work ethic in the schoolwork and chores and things kids do growing up with their future and all of the potential for what a difference it can make in their future. So I want to share just a quick clip from that part of our interview right here before I go on. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. 29, um, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. So diligence and excellence in our work will provide opportunities that others won't have. And we have seen this happen with our kids. I mean, if you talk to any business owner these days, it is such a struggle to find someone Workers who know how to work hard, who are respectful, who under, come in on time, who show up. I mean, these are the simplest things that you wouldn't think would be a big deal, but it's such a big deal now that it's, it's actually opening up doors for kids who just know how to work hard and don't know anything else because the employers are like, I can teach you what you need to know. But I can't teach you to be a hard worker. I can't teach you to show up on time. All the things that really are our responsibility as parents. And so I'm telling you, parents, you don't need to panic 
about your kids having a job or being able to make a living or provide for their families if they know how to work hard. Wow. Isn't that so encouraging? I love that part of our conversation. And there's a whole bunch more along those lines in the character training course, as well as a download, a printable that should be helpful. Some tools, some resources, things related to work ethic in your kids' schoolwork and other kind of work as well. But if you're not familiar yet with the character training course, I have a link in the show notes, or you can go straight over to monicaswanson.com forward slash character dash course. You can see everything that's in it. The good news is these are all short and sweet modules, average 10 minutes long, and you can hop around and go to the section that you need at that time. If you have toddlers, there's a whole module for that. If you have tweens and teens, there's a whole bunch for you. Everything from helping our kids make better decisions to conflict resolution and peacemaking in the home. Raise your hand if your kids fought this summer. Um, There is help and support for so many different things related to character in our kids, as well as great interviews with experts and so many downloads and principles that I know you'll find so helpful and encouraging. But for now, we are going to get right on with my three tips as we go back to school. I'm speaking to myself here. I'm encouraging myself because I know I'm going to be glad because I've written this out. It makes me do it with my own family. Okay, so for all of these tips, I'm going to encourage you to consider planning a family meeting. You've heard me talk about this before, probably in the new year, but I love to gather the family. And this doesn't have to be some serious thing or, you know, something that the kids dread. In fact, you don't have to call it a meeting, but consider a time. I'm going to suggest, what if you, do you take your kids back to school shopping? That was like one of my favorite annual traditions with my mom growing up, going to the Tacoma Mall in Washington State, doing my back to school shopping. Or even if you get your school supplies, whatever you might do, perhaps that's a fun evening later to have dinner and then just gather the family over ice cream or something like that. Find a time to get everyone together because I think all three of these steps are best done as a family, but you figure out what works best for you. So the first item on my list is I recommend getting a big calendar and gathering around as a family. Now, I will link to the calendars that I use over in show notes, but you might find something that works better for your family. Because of my work and my podcast and writing planning, I use kind of a big dry erase calendar. I have one that's four months at a time, and I have another one that's the whole year, and I geek out on those. I love them. But you can probably also just print something off the internet. But I'm going to recommend you look at a calendar that shows all at one glance at least the month's from fall to the holidays, so at least September through December, and kind of get around that calendar as a family and perhaps point out some of the upcoming things to look forward to. Maybe fall break or Thanksgiving, if you have family coming to town or if you're planning any weekend trips, any of those holidays that kids will have off of school, any birthdays, that sort of thing. And there's a few reasons why. One, especially if you have a child that gets a little anxious at back to school time, maybe school's a little overwhelming or they're nervous. They may not even tell you, but you might sense that your child is struggling through that time of transition. This gives them that big picture look at, oh, wow, right there already, we're going to be getting off for the holidays. And I think it helps them have some perspective because when you're little and you don't understand calendars, it can feel like it's a really long time before the first break even. So I think it helps in that way. And it also just gives kids kind of 
the motivation to see that those school days, though there's a lot of them, there's also a lot of breaks. There's also a lot of weekends. There's also sports coming up or different things that break up the season. And I think that's really good to keep in mind as they begin the school year. Now, I think this is also a fun time to ask your kids if there's anything on their mind that they would like to plan on that calendar. And even if you know you're going to do it anyway, you might have a child that loves to go to the pumpkin patch or that wants to go to a certain fall festival or something. Just putting that on the calendar and letting them feel like they have a voice and they get to contribute to the fall plan, I think is a really, really helpful idea. So starting off with that calendar is my tip number one. It gives everyone a big picture look and also helps them know that they've contributed or that they have some say in the things that are going on with the family and etc. Okay, now we'll take a quick ad break and we'll be back with my second tip. Hey friends, well after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. So moving right along, tip number two, talk to your kids about character, about the importance of their character, what work ethic is, and how all of these things are going to truly make or break their school year ahead. Their character is going to be the most important thing to determine what kind of year they have. And this is something they probably wouldn't think of on their own, but you can. You can bring this up in conversation. You can highlight for them the importance of their character, recognizing that they're probably going to face some hard things this year, that they're probably going to have some amazing positive experiences, that, that in all the things they go through, their character will be a game changer in how their year turns out. And whether your kids go to school or they're homeschooled, whether they're young or old, I don't think it's too soon to start talking to them about just the importance of character coming from their heart, of really wanting to embrace these excellent character qualities and a good work ethic. And there's a favorite quote of mine by N.T. Wright. This is in the character training course, but I want to read it to you here because I think it really highlights the importance of helping our kids see these little daily things they do. Again, whether they're at home or away from home, um, it goes like this. Virtue, or we could interchange that with character, is what happens when someone has made a thousand small choices requiring effort and concentration to do something which is good and right, but which doesn't come, quote, naturally. And then on the thousand and first time when it really matters, they find that they do what's required automatically. Virtue is what happens when wise and courageous choices have become second nature. Oh, isn't that so good? That's what we want for our kids this school year. And so we can read them that quote. We can talk to them about this. We can highlight it. Yeah, they may not get it right away, but I think with enough um, consistent conversations, it's going to start to click. So I encourage you to really talk to your kids about the importance of their character. In fact, 
I hope you can tell them that you are more concerned about their character and their work ethic than their grades. I think this can take the the weight off of kids' shoulders because sometimes, again, they may not even tell you, but they might be feeling anxious or worried and they might feel like they have to get straight A's or there's some pressure on them to perform. But if you let them know that you're more concerned about, as Dorenda says, the process than their performance, this will lighten their load and I think free them up to have a better school year ahead. And the good news is you, you don't have to tell them, but you can. If they're focused on work ethic, if they're focused on character, the grades are very likely to follow because somebody who's working hard is going to end up doing excellent work and getting the better grades. But I think this is a conversation worth having because, again, sometimes kids don't talk about it, but they're feeling more anxious about this stuff than we realize. So talking about character, if you have some of the downloads and printables from the character training course, there's so many different things in there that are going to be helpful. And if you don't have that, you can even go through my blog archives and the podcast archives because I've talked a lot about character and you can just use that little search bar on my website and you'll find everything I have related to character. Also, a whole chapter in both of my books, Boy Mom and Raising Amazing, on the topic of character. So clearly, it's something I care a lot about and I think can make a world of difference in how your kid's school year goes and how your family's year goes as a whole. Now, I think it's worth touching on one more topic that I hear from a lot of parents about. This is related to work ethic, of course, and it's it's when we're dealing with kids who are unmotivated or seem lazy. And I know I have a 13-year-old, and most days I think he would prefer to stare at a screen, play a game roll around with the dog, do anything than do his work. And so what I love is that Dorenda Wilson really touches on the importance of our kids understanding the meaning behind their work and how we as parents can play a role in that. And I think that's something to consider as they're getting ready to go back to school, facing their classes and all of that. So here's another short clip from Dorenda Wilson. I think she's got some wise words to say. Um, you know, like if they're not really getting percentages that great, you know, it's on a piece of paper, it's kind of boring, but when you give them money and they're going to a store and they are, they've got so much money to spend and this is 20% off and this is 10% off there, it's going to meet. it's all of a sudden it's meaningful. And this is the thing about schoolwork and anything we do. Our work has to be meaningful. Like, I mean, there are times we have to do things that we don't want to do. And the, and it, what makes them meaningful is that we are doing our duty. We're being faithful. So there's a purpose in it. And, it, and in that way, it is meaningful. But how many of us engage in a bunch of meaningless work for any length of time? Do we stay motivated? Do we want to do it? Absolutely not. So as parents, it is our job to help our kids find meaning in their work. Yay. I love that so much. And again, in the character training course, we have more help for how you can help your kids find meaning in their work. So I hope you love that. The third tip I have for you is probably the most important and something you are probably already doing. But I just believe that the beginning of the school year is a great time to renew our commitment to praying for our kids and not just praying on our own for our kids, but gathering the family to pray together. And this is a great time to ask the kids, what are some things you want me to pray for you for this school year? They might they might bring up things you weren't even aware of were on their mind, um, things they're looking forward to, or maybe things that they're a little bit nervous about, PE or math or a friend that they had a hard time with last year, or if maybe there's bullies at school, whatever it might be, this is their chance and say, hey, we want to pray for you. And also, 
you can pray for the things they're excited about and looking forward to and for their general protection, safety, and their health. Over the past few years, everything from COVID to school shootings, there's a lot of things that kids hear about that are going on in their heads that uh, I think are worth giving them a chance to bring up and then to be able to pray for them. And of course, I always recommend teaching kids to pray using scripture. I think it's a great way to pray and to teach kids to pray. And every, um, the first Wednesday of every month, I do give a list of memory verses in my email, which we've been doing it for a full year now. So we'll be repeating the same verses as last year. So a great time to practice. If you didn't get them last year, starting this week, we have a list of memory verses that Levi and I are going over and you are welcome to them. And if you're not on my email list yet, you can join that at monicaswanson.com forward slash subscribe. And and there's just great scriptures and teach your kids to pray using God's word. And one of the verses you might want to review with your kids as you're talking about prayer is Ephesians 3.20, which says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. So just remind kids that God is such a good and big and loving God, and he can answer our prayers and always, always remind them that there's no prayer too small or too big, that God is there to listen like a good, perfect father. And so prayer is just super important to teach our kids. And then if possible, perhaps once a week, you can have a regular time where you gather. It might just be at the dinner table. Every Sunday night, you just ask some questions about the previous week and ask some questions about the week ahead. Hey, how can we pray for one another this week? What's on your mind? What's coming up? Do you have any tests? Or you know, share some things from your life, your work, or anything going on that you might ask them to pray for. Because I think it's really good for kids to remember that mom and dad are people too. And I think it's really good for them to consider praying for dad's big meeting coming up or for something mom has on her mind. These are all important things that kids can remember to pray for too. And of course, you don't want to lay heavy burdens on young kids, but I think just beginning to train them in that art of being thoughtful of others. And then one more thing along with that, while we're talking about being thoughtful of others, something I started doing not too long ago is I created my very own simple prayer uh, like worksheet. What do I call it? It's like a calendar, but it's all on one piece of paper. And I've literally written down the days of the week and people or topics that I want to pray for each day. This just helps me be focused. How often we uh, tell somebody, Hey, I'll pray for you. You know, you're going through chemo or you're son or daughter is struggling or some issue in the world. And then we kind of forget in the busyness of life. And so it really helps me on Mondays to see this list in front of me and to take the time in the morning as I do my devotions to just pray for these topics and these people. And I think that this is a great thing to begin to train our kids to do as is age appropriate. But I think kids tend to be pretty self-focused and their prayers, if you listen, can oftentimes be pretty self-focused too. And I know some of you have really sweet kids who remember like grandma and grandpa and the dog and all the issues of the world. But I think a lot of kids are self-focused. And so why not help your kids have a little list, even one person or one topic each day of the week on Mondays, maybe you can pray for your cousin 
Tuesdays, maybe pray for the president. You know, really just break down the week and help them have a prayer focus. I think that's just such a great habit to start young. I don't think there's a specific age that this is right for, but whenever you think your child is ready. And now for you parents, I just want to remind you, I've mentioned it a couple times recently, but there is a really great resource for your prayer life as we go into this new school year. And it's over at the Christian Parenting website. It's called Marked by Prayer, and it's a parent's prayer journal. And each week is another topic that we hope our kids will be marked by. So marked by honesty, marked by faith, marked by all of these different qualities that we want our kids to um, grow up, to embrace, and be marked by. And so I encourage you to get your hands on one of these. I've loved using weekly prayer journals for my kids throughout the school year before, because then when you look back later, you see all these prayers that have been answered. And there's kind of like a short devotional and a little prayer with some suggested scriptures, and then just an area where you can put your prayer request for your kids for that week. And then it's just so great later to look back and go, oh my goodness, God has been so faithful. He answered this prayer. Look how that worked out. And it's just a neat way to kind of record that school year in a special way. So I hope you can go over to cpgive.org. Again, that's CP is in ChristianParentingGive.org. Get your hands on your own prayer journal. I think it'll really be a blessing for you as you go through this school year. Okay, my friends. So three tips, pretty simple. Gather the family, get some ice cream, have some popcorn, um, get together when everyone's in a good mood, and get out that calendar and just kind of open it up. Talk about the school year ahead. Talk about character and work ethic. Maybe set some goals, challenge them, challenge yourself. Tell them some areas that you're working on as well. And then three, pray for them. Pray as a family and then commit to praying each week, each day for your kids and use a journal, use a list, whatever it takes to help you be faithful to pray and to remind your kids to pray as well. So I hope these are all super helpful to you. Uh, I try to keep it simple because I know that we're busy, but I think a little intentionality can go a long ways. So I do hope these will be um, a blessing to you. Now be sure to go over to monicaswanson.com forward slash character dash course. Check out everything that is in the course and the doors are only open till August 7th. So if you're catching this a little bit late, it's okay. We will open the doors again down the road, but leave your name on that page. And so I can email you next time doors open. So thanks for being here, guys. I know some of you are like, I'm still in summer mode. Don't ruin it for me. Well, that's okay. Continue to enjoy summer, but mark your calendar for a time you might gather your family to prepare for the school year ahead and have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.